<clears throat> What's up, mi gente? Welcome to the next episode, the second part of the Cultura Zine interviews. Um, I'm here with a very special guest today, one of my bestest friends. Um, you know what I'm saying? The boy, the Don, you know what I'm saying? Don Rico in the building. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much for um, doing this. Thank you so much for um, being open to share your story, to share your perspective. Um, you know, I'm just really excited. We have a lot to talk about. We really always have good conversations. We were just talking about all of this, you know, before the interview started. Um, and I think we have a lot of great um, material to work off of. So I'm I'm really excited to get into it. But before we start all that, y'all, go ahead, introduce yourself. Let the good people know where they can find you. Go ahead, plug yourself. All of that goodness. What's happening, y'all? Um, my name is Rico. I go by Rico. Government name is Ricardo. But since Shh. I was right, right, right. No, but since I was about the seventh grade, Rico just naturally flowed for a lot of people. And I really do take that as my name. You know, I really like take it as my identity. You right. Know? When people ask about me, they're asking about Rico. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man. Born and raised here in Miami Dade County. Um, this is my home. Uh Miami, Florida is really all I know. Um you know, growing up in North Miami as a Zobe, you feel me? A Haitian, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, man, that's just me. That's just, that's, that's, that's how I identify, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like I said, I grew up in North Miami. Um, currently, I am a bartender full time. You know, it's become one of my passions over the course of the past, like, two and a half years. Um, mm -hmm. I've been through a lot of different phases in my life, you know? Started off with retail back in, like, you know, uh, 2012, you know what I mean? Never um, again. Right, exactly. Never you know? again. I actually graduated high school in like 2009. It really did take me like a couple of years before I found like a good job that I stuck with. I think that was like maybe like 2011, really. Right. And um, yeah, it was, you know, regular corporate retail. And from then on, I was able to find somebody who like sold clothes as an independent, like, you know, uh, uh, business. By a local business. A local business. And mm -hmm. I was able to um, transfer into that. So I wasn't doing, you know, corporate retail you know, anymore. Um, and then from then on, uh, he also owned a photo studio. So like I was helping manage that, which really got me into like events and, you know, uh, uh, product management. You know what I mean? Um, Ambassador. You know, stuff, shit like that. You right, know right, I mean? right. You know? um, but uh, yeah, dude, you know, um, and through through that uh, company itself, I made so many connections. And to be completely honest, you know, as as a rebel, you feel me, it's, it got me into uh, uh, entrepreneurship right. as a street pharmacist. Right, so right, 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 casually, you know casually, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Um, and then through that, I was really <laughs> able to be independent off of that, to be honest, like for years, I was just selling weed and I was able to make a, a, a living off of it. You know, I was able to afford a, a home for me and my girlfriend, afford two cars. That's what's like, up. Life was pretty great, you know? Yeah. You were just doing that? Yeah, I was just doing that. This was after the, uh, the, re the retail with, okay. with uh, the company the local business right. um he was actually the owner of that business was doing that also on a crazy scale like Damn. he was definitely making like over five hundred thousand dollars a year doing Damn. that shit. You know I mean? like he was well off and his, his system that he had in play he like gave me some game i was able to incorporate that myself mm -hmm. and that definitely changed the game for me too because i was one of these boys selling you your weed in a little you know ziploc right right, right little aids and little like, mm -hmm, like, not as big shit pounds business, on pounds right, you feel me you know? And it wasn't even the quantity, really. It was the quality. Right, right, right. The mm -hmm. quality and, and, the, and, and the system itself, you right, know, which right. I did, you know, get from him. And that's what really changed my life um, in that aspect. And I started to meet a lot of people. But then, you know, um, COVID started coming around. And even then, I was already letting go of doing that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it, it then turned into uh, me um, working 
at a flower shop for a little while wow. being a florist which was mad cool but mm -hmm. you know it was definitely not is that how you got the hookup with the photo shoot no that's separate no separate okay. you know what i mean like that was probably more than likely bound to happen no matter how deep into flowers i was okay you know because of, of tribe people that i was you know you know tied tied with and whatnot right but um yeah bro fucking um i uh, just remember uh you know doing the flower gig just to get by you know right and then I remember yeah, telling somebody like, yo, I just always had an interest in bartending. Mm -hmm. I was able to get, score a barback gig. And then I barbacked for a year. And within a year, almost to the day, I was promoted to bartender. And I'm taking bartending and mixology very seriously. Mm -hmm. It's uh, becoming a, it's a part of my life now that I rely on, you know, and that I'm really, truly growing in, um, in a way that I feel like I haven't grown in any other fashion in my life, in any other phase. Right. So, you know, I'm Rico the Dawn, underscore, underscore, on Instagram. You're saying mixologist or whatever. Extraordinary. Doing the whole nine, you know. I, I just really appreciate it. You know, entertainment's always in my shit. And, oh, and yeah. I'm finding, like, my way in it, you know. So that's Ooh. that's a little background on me. You feel me? That's uh, what's up. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. You are great at what you do. You are excellent. He's actually one of the people that... Um, you honestly took me under under your wing, bro, mm -hmm. at, at, at 1K. And I really loved, I really appreciated you for that. Because, like, you know, I met this guy, you know, beautiful, fucking unassuming ass man. And then I see you, like, slanging drinks and you a flair bartender and all of this stuff. And I was like, damn, like, you really good at this shit. And then when you had told me that you were, um, you were bar backing at uh, Sexy, mm -hmm. and I was like, how is this possible? Like, bro, like, get you on the bar. And then obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, we met through 1K and mm -hmm. it was great. Um, and we actually shot y'all. I'm so sad that I lost my old Instagram page because I really had all of the, but it's okay. We, we got, we got forever to go right, and a right, bunch right. of photo shoots to do. Um, but that's what's up. That's mm -hmm. what's up. Um, I'm really glad you found what you do best because what you do best is network with people and, you know what I'm saying? Show your personality and um, that's just every part about you, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that really nicely segues into kind of what this topic is about, you know, like what this podcast episode is about. Um you know, this whole zine is centered around Palestine. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that, you know, diversity is obviously very important in like any liberation struggle. And I kind of wanted to get your insight, your perspective as far as, um, you know, an ally to the to the liberation movement, you know, kind of get your thoughts on the um, the interconnectedness, you know, between black liberation, Palestinian liberation, you know, all of these movements, how you know, how they kind of come together. Yeah, no, I mean, Sometimes I wish that I didn't feel as much as I do. Right. Sometimes I wish, sometimes, not, it's not for real, you know what I mean? Because I really don't wish that. But like every now and then I just, I just want to relieve myself of how much it is that I care, mm -hmm. you know? And I wish I can be like some of these people who don't bat an eye in the direction of these things happening in the world. Right. Um, only because, you know, sometimes the less you know, the more peace you might have, right. you know? So. Um, but is it really peace though? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you don't know any better than yeah, in real life, because you just don't know better. So like, it's peace because there is no opposing, there's no, there's nothing opposing you. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what I feel like takes away your peace when there's something opposing you, whether it's outside forces or yourself. Right. And if you got nothing in your mind opposing the thoughts that you're already having, then you're at peace, quote unquote. You right. Know? Which goes to say, is it really peace? So putting a quote unquote around it, but you don't know any better you're not gonna feel like the way that we feel about these things you know what I mean? it's like you only know you only don't know better though because like you know folks won't take the time to educate themselves and it's like it's one of those things right where it's very like sometimes context matters mm -hmm. you know when it's like maybe you know someone does and we i talked about this with um elias yesterday 
um, which is the the first uh, episode, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are basically talking about, um, you know, um, you know, there is no going back to normal after this. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole this is literally what we were just talking about. The whole matrix has been shattered. You know what I'm saying? Like capitalism is a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like all of these, you know, all of these things come into play, and it's like. I was also telling this um, to Elias yesterday, but it's like, it breaks my heart that, um, cause you know, we've always known it's been hands off Haiti and we, you know, we've always known it's been free Hawaii and stuff like that. But I feel like people didn't really understand what was going on for real, you know? And then this whole genocide was publicized, right? And Palestine essentially had to be this sacrifice for the world because without them, we wouldn't have known what was going on in Congo, in Sudan, all of these places, you know? And people wouldn't have taken the um, time to really research what was going on. But um, yeah, man, I think like morality has a lot to do with it too. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can obviously know, cause like I refuse to believe that people in 2020 didn't know what was happening in the world around George Floyd, Graham Taylor, all those right. people, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so that's just why I say that, was it really peace or was it just like negligence? You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I mean, even just to piggyback on that, like, you know, people like I, I shit, 2020 is actually a great example, right? right. When you look at the uprisings of after George Floyd's death, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lynching, so you know, like to, right. to, to put it in, in real terms, right. Um, I just remember waking up one morning, and I mean, mind you, this is months into COVID, you right. know, like we're still trying to figure out where life is going, right. You know, lockdown has been so real, you know, so certain things are not open. It's just the essential businesses, is right. what they were calling it, right. So and liquor stores, and liquor stores, because this right. fucking <laughs> right, exactly, who'd have lost know, their minds? Capitalistic society, of course, of course, you know, so. Certain things just got to keep moving, you know. Mm-hmm. Shit. I mean, the pharmacies weren't closed either. You right. know what I mean? So I'm talking about all the pharmacies, even the type shit, you know type I mean? shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just remember waking up one morning, and I watched the entire what was it, eight minutes, twelve minutes? I forget which number it was. Right. But of George Floyd's literal lynching. Right. And I know I say literal, and you think, well, literally, he would have had a rope around his neck. Well, he had a, de- a knee on his neck. Literally in his throat. And people were watching it like yeah. they used to do back in the day we were right. lynching so like for me that's what that was remember seeing that and seeing Chauvin's face and how nonchalant he was mm-hmm. like this is just regular day-to-day for him killing somebody yeah so you know it was just heart-wrenching you know that this is the time shout out to Sean King I ain't gonna lie I've had to like mute um his 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 shit back in the day because yeah you know somebody brought up a very valid point it was like Sean King really be the only one that like really like puts out the harmful part of the whole thing right there for you to see. Yeah. I mean, somebody has to do it. Don't get me wrong. Right. But um, it was tough. You know, like he, he was in my feed all the time. Right. My al- the algorithm was like, oh, you like this stuff. You mm-hmm. want to see this stuff. Right. So it became part of my day to day to just see, you know, all the hurt and everything. And yeah, man, I just remember seeing that video and freaking out. And, you know, Sean King was just like, you know, giving out the numbers and the links. So mm-hmm. the people to email, people to call, mm-hmm. all sorts mm-hmm. of things. And I remember just laying in my bed doing that. And I was like, what am I doing laying in my bed right now? Like, I need to be doing more. I was hurting in mm-hmm. my bed. I, The hurt was crazy. It's crazy because I don't cry. You feel me? For whatever reason, I just, mm-hmm. I just don't cry like that. Like, every now and then, my, a tear might fall. I remember that day, like, a tear falling. Like, I just felt so hurt. Mm-hmm. And part of me was confused because, like, there's been so many like unjustified killings like this and right. i would just see it and it would just pass right but for whatever the, for whatever reason this one hit and i think the reason it was the fact that we were at home doing 
nothing. Yeah. So we really had the time to sit with the reality of things, right. you know? And that's when, that was another level of my awakening. Right. You know, because I want to be like, I, that's when I woke up. Because, you know, I was... Would you say that was when you were, like, radicalized? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when I knew things really had to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no defund when it gets abolished. Type shit. You feel mm-hmm, me? Like, definitely. It's like, we got to go all the way, yeah. you know? Because it was just... It was just so tough to see that the system just keeps on getting away with these things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, 2020 hit and I was out in those streets. And then, you know, we were able to, like, look back at everything since, was it Rodney King? (laughs) You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that, like, you look at everything after after that, you're just like, and obviously things before that. But that's when my mind really started to, like, pay more attention to, like, the injustices, like, placed on us by the people who are supposed to protect us and care for us. You know what I mean? And. Even then, people were talking about Palestine, but mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. bat an eye. It didn't even it even dawn on me. Right. It, it made no like it, it just didn't register to me. Yeah, I was just so focused on this thing. I'm like, right. yo, I gotta wrap my head around this first. Right. Other motherfuckers need freedom too. Wait, they gotta wait. You right. know what I mean? It was like my mentality because I right. didn't know any better. I didn't right. know freeing one was freeing all. Right. You feel me? You know what right. I mean? So, you know, the focus was George Floyd. The focus was Breonna Taylor. You of know course. I mean? The focus was Eric Garner. You know what I mean? Like, right. That was the focus, and that was what we were fighting for: Black Lives, Black Lives, Black right. Lives. You know, even though there was so many people fighting for Black Lives, while at the same time fighting for Palestine, you know, Sudan, Congo. Even then, even then, yeah. You know, I followed. You know, shout out to Shaka Bars. He's been talking about Congo for years, bro. Yeah. I've been following that man for years, and I would see it would like I wouldn't bat an eye, bro. Yeah. Like it's like damn. Here's a like. Sorry. It's not like sickening to show your support like on social media. We have to like like, like something? something. Oh my god! Yeah, some shit. Sometimes I'm like, do I even like this? Right, right, right. Like, like what this. is going on? Yeah. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Why am I? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it needs visibility. You know, you got this. How you get the, the algorithm? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Man. It's so crazy because you just shit. yeah, real shit. Mm-hmm. And like you just said something that was very like you know it stood out when you were talking about how Sean King was like, you know, being the only one that was like actively sharing these videos, these very hard videos to watch, and it was mm-hmm. very real. This very real shit going on. Um, and that the algorithm kept bringing you back because you liked it. And it's like, I don't like this. Like, mm-hmm. people need to see it, though. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, that's another great segue into, like, everything that, you know, we wanted to talk about tonight. Right. But it's like social media has been such a big proponent, has been such a big, um, you know, push in the right direction as far right. as this Palestinian movement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I feel like without social media, people wouldn't know about the boycotting. Right. People wouldn't know about, you know what I'm saying, like, Elbit Systems. All of these local mm-hmm. things that are also happening, like, the ways that it's all connected, the media project of 2009, all of these things, right? Um, and I kind of wanted to get your insight about that as well, like how how you feel that social media plays a part in like liberation movements, you know what I'm saying? Um, the like spreading of information. And you also um, we had we had discussed this before, but you I guess I, you know let, let you know t- tell your story about kind of how you got to um, you know the pro Palestine. Yeah. So once again, 2020 hit. You know, uh, little COVID, George Floyd passing or excuse me, killing of murder of George Floyd. Right. And, um, you know, I'm taking it to the streets, you know, we had nothing else to do. So I really became very involved, actually, like, got close with a lot of organizers and people who were really taking this serious. It wasn't just for, like, you know, the week of and then go back to their normal lives. It was, like, people who, like, kind of dedicate their lives around liberation movements and right. revolution, you know? Right. And I got cool enough and close with them. So, like, I would be at a lot of these marches shout out to y'all by the way shout out to y'all organizers shout out to y'all dedicated to the cause tireless 25 8 you know what i'm saying like you guys are always the ones on the front lines 
um, you know, organizing these meetings. And we really love you. You know, everybody at home really appreciates y'all. Like we see the work that you do. Um, and I know that me and Rico both are honored to work alongside, you know, right. when we can. So yeah. that's what's up. Shout out to y'all. Honorary mentioned Dream Defenders. You Hell know, yeah. You know the vibes. That's really where it really, you know, started and, and went with me. You Definitely. Know? Um, they're the majority of the, of the crew that I, that I rock with that, mm -hmm. you know, really opened my eyes to things. But yeah, yeah, I just remember being in the middle of these protests, in the middle of these rallies, and somebody be rocking a kafia. Mm-hmm. Meant nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody would have a Palestine flag. Palestine yeah. flag. Mm -hmm. Meant nothing to me. Um, you know, uh, people invited me to different, like, you know, like meetings mm -hmm. and the background was somebody in Palestine with the kafir covering their face, throwing a rock or something, mm -hmm. you know, the resistance, right. you know what I mean? Meant nothing to me. Right. Even on the flyer, you see, it's like 1948, all of Palestine. And they show a few years later, less of Palestine, right. all the way up to 2020 when it's like literally just Gaza left, yep. you know what yep, I mean? Yep. Like, literally meant nothing to me mm -hmm. I, I posted that to be like hey guys my people are doing a thing go to that thing right still i didn't so that was you know what it was right fast forward to now remember you know life is just life and my life has been so rough these past few months but we don't even get into that it's just life is just life but right. what am i doing scrolling on instagram then i see everybody posting you know friends obviously you know jewish friends of mine too posting right. you know what happened on october 7th and I just remember being like, oh, no, this is horrible. Right. Like, what? Who's killing who? Terrorists? Yeah. Oh, no, another ISIS? Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Right, like, what's right. going on in my mind, right? Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, the people that I was fighting with in 2020, my dream defenders, my freedom fighters, right. their posts are free Palestine. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, 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 wait. what do you mean? I don't yeah. get it. Like. What's being headlined right now is people in Israel were just viciously attacked, right. kidnapped, and all. You know what I mean? Like also, and, and like like all sorts of horrible things. Mm -hmm. Why is it free Palestine? I right. Don't, I don't get that. Let me do some research. Dede, when I tell you within ten minutes it was free Palestine for me, mm -hmm. within ten minutes I thought back to twenty twenty. It was like that's why people were just walking uh -huh, the fields. Yeah. That's why Palestinian flags were just yeah. like at these marches, mm -hmm. these Black Lives Matter marches. Yeah. Like I'm getting chills right now just mm -hmm. thinking about it. Thinking How it about all it. just just connected. I was mm -hmm. like, yo, this is real life. Yeah. Not nah, it's free Palestine, mm -hmm. bro. Of course I condemn what happens to innocent lives. Of course. Of I course. Do. Mm -hmm. But 75 years Shit. of trying to figure it out. But 70, imagine being 75 years old right now. Right. That means from the, the day you were born, you were under occupation. Yeah. That's You're born all into you it. knew. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm Haitian, bro. My people are Haitian. Right. When we liberated ourselves in 1803, celebrated in 1804, but we liberated ourselves in 1803 officially after 13 long years. You know what we were screaming for those 13 long years? Hmm. Bullet, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm about to say it wrong. I'm sorry. Kupetet, bullet kai. You know what that translates to? Cut their heads and burn their houses down. Yeah. Thirteen years of that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they wasn't gonna take it no more. Mm -hmm. We was not gonna take it no more. Right. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that there is not a chance. People, innocent lives were taken. I'm not going to say that that's not a chance. Right. Thirteen long years. I'm sure there were some savages uh -huh. amongst that, you know, regime of people right. that did some unmentionable things, bro. Right. But if I was 
going through an occupation of 75 years and that's all my life was was known for you get tired of that shit come on i'm mm-hmm. fighting however it is mm-hmm. that i could facts because if i don't then my children are going to be dealing with the fuck i've been dealing with for 75 no get facts. the fuck out of here facts. i'm fighting mm-hmm. okay it's gonna be ugly but you came and occupied my shit right so you know to get to like turn back to your question circle back to your question you know social media wow such such an impact because because even in 2020 I don't even like I know TikTok was a thing, but it's not as heavy as a thing as it is right now. Right. You know what I mean? So the amount of information and news circulating then was still questionable as opposed to like now. Now we're seeing everything for what it is because of social media. Yep. And you choose what it is that you want to see, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm just baffled by some people and what they're choosing. How they're still and like, yeah. like what? Yeah. It's all right in front of you. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's kinda like exactly what we were talking about before you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you know what's going on but you don't do it you don't do any better and you don't leave your you know bubble of comfort to like pursue you know what's really what the fuck going on because people don't want to be uncomfortable you know and, I, and we were talking about this yesterday as well but it's like we cannot do the proper work that we need to without being uncomfortable without being wrong you know what i'm saying like without acknowledging the shortcomings and stuff like that so it's like it's like it's uncomfortable but it's like and then look at how quickly the narrative changes you know what i'm saying like look at how quickly it took from it being, you know, Hamas and blah, 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 and like all, all of these headlines to the world, like world for Palestine. Like exactly. that's, a, that's a fucking hashtag, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like all of these things. And um, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I think this is like definitely a generation where people like, man, like information travels quickly, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sentiment travels very quickly, mm-hmm. people organize. And I, I just, I love that, man. Like I love, I love that. Uh, I love that about this generation. I mean, it, it, it's tough because everything is like a catch-22, you know? Yes, I'm grateful that social media has, is around for us to all see it. But at the same time, it, 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 it like, how, do, how am I comfortable posting about my regular day-to-day life Yeah. when three hours ago I just posted, like... It's weird. Like, somebody... It's weird as fuck. ...bombed and killed. Yeah. And now I'm going to go post that I was at a bar drinking. How do you, how do you morally navigate that? Like I'm supposed to like tell people, come see me at the bar that I'm working at, and right. I pour up, I pour up a drink for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's continue feeding into this capitalist system. Right. When I'm over here, like, in reality, it feels like screaming free Palestine. Cap, the cap, like the capitalist system is what birthed all of this bullshit in the first place. Definitely. So it's just so hard. You know what I mean? Like, how do you even navigate that? And that's why there's some friends of mine that have never even put in like anything about free, even though down inside it's like free palestine and don't mm-hmm. say it out loud mm-hmm. but they're not gonna quote unquote taint their page or their platform and isn't that fucked up because it's like it goes even to like you know celebrity deals and like right. all of these like you know makeup brands and yeah. all of these things and it's like you cannot openly like express how you feel and mm-hmm. like and like condemn because we will use these words you right. can't condemn a fucking genocide without right. like having your livelihood at stake and it's like what the like what is this world exactly you know that's why it's tough with the yeah. whole social media thing yeah, because just definitely. as much as we're getting good out of it, there's gonna there's gonna be some it's gonna harm you for right. sure. And it just you know we're gonna use this term a lot with little things like this. This is the matrix, bro. right? Like, what kind of life is this that we're living? That like one minute we're posting about free Palestine and yeah. people dying and being killed, innocent lives being taken, to then the next moment like just living our life. Yeah, that is such a crazy thing to like just you know. So I don't mm-hmm. know. That's for me. Um, I feel you though. I think it's one of those things that like 
it's like this idea of like survivor's guilt you know what i'm saying like we're here and they're there like why can't i just be there and like you know protect these kids and like you know do what i i feel like i want to do in my heart like i want to be there but it's like we can't you know what i'm saying but it's also like i would like to think that we are put here in this position so that we can be you know what i'm saying like we can be the vessel we can be the voice you know what i'm saying so um i just want to also you know shout that out for everyone listening everyone tuning in you know what i'm saying um I know it's hard to be in the position that we're in, you know, but um, use this opportunity to educate yourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like to inform yourselves um, and use social media, use your powers for good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I recently went through this too, where it's just like, I've been also going through shit, you know what I'm saying? Life been life been. Um, but, you know, and take the time that you need, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, if you're on it all the time, it burns you out, especially like, it's just circumstances, you know what I'm saying? We are here and we have life to live and we have things to be grateful for. But we also have to do these things. It's our moral duty to do these things. Um, take care of yourselves. You know, I have a, I had a lot of people checking on me as well. Like, are you straight? All this stuff, and a bitch was depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? And the state of the world don't make it easier. You know. So it's just a bunch of things, y'all. Um, you know, just something to keep in mind. But um, okay. So boom. So um, I also kind of wanted to get your um, you know, perspective after all was said and done, you know, and all this research is done and all these things, you know, the the whole attitude towards Palestine on social media is very positive and very strong and very um, you know, united right now. Um what would you say is as a non Palestinian, what would you what would what would you say is like the biggest thing you got out of um wow. out of all this? Wow. I mean so when I first fought in 2020, that was the first time I'm fighting. I'm, I, I feel like I'm, I was fighting for myself. Mm-hmm. And it could sound selfish, but if I, I felt like by fighting for anybody black, I was fighting for me. Yes. Right? Definitely. So here we are now, and I'm fighting for other brown folk, really. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, so it still is for me. Yeah. And what was it that King said? An injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Right? And as deep as that is, on the flip side for me, it's like if you liberate one people, Mm -hmm. you're liberating all people mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's so in this life all we really truly have is our perspective mm-hmm. you know and as much as we want to be selfless in order to truly feel something you have to be able to feel it for yourself first before you can feel it for other people right so although it's inherently selfish that i felt like i was fighting for myself then and now i'm realizing that by fighting for other people other oppressed people are still fighting for me hell yeah you know what i mean hell like, yeah so to, to be an ally right when you know when in 2020 i was you know people were allies for me you know mm-hmm. it was like white people to the front you guys get arrested first you that's know what I mean? y'all get hurt first for mm-hmm. us you feel me like yeah. what you know that's what <laughs> that's what was going on you right. know what i mean like now it's like no y'all been through enough i'll be at the front for y'all you right. know what i mean and knowing what it is to step into those shoes it really just signifies how much one we, we truly are. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, yeah, uh, allyship is just in like is just rooted in the fact that you have an op- oppression 
at the same time having a certain privilege mm -hmm. that another oppressed folks doesn't have and then being able to essentially swap those out so that way we can all like fight and be on a united front you right because I mean? your liberation doesn't cost me anything exactly. you know what i'm saying totally yep. that's what's up y'all and that's what's up that's what i really love about these you know segments because it's really about you know we are highlighting and we're putting palestinian voices first but it's also i think important just to kind of get perspectives of like an empathetic you know perspective um and it's just important y'all it's just important you know what i'm saying be an ally be there that's the vibes um so y'all me and rico we went to the dc march together uh november 20 november no november 9th right it was november early 9th, i believe yes yeah, yeah. Anyway, we were at, we were out there in DC, y'all, and it was so beautiful. Um, and it was like a sixteen-hour ride each way. Um, but what was super dope was that you know we were three hundred thousand people deep, right? Everybody, every demographic, every 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 demographic of people showed up, um, you know, to this to this collective action, right? Towards the liberation of Palestine, and it was dope. Um, and You know to be a part of something like that not on like you know no bragging shit or whatever but like simply like the feeling of just like like history was made that day you know what i'm saying and it's like and it's like i am excited as a photographer like you know in my own community you know with my own friends and stuff like that um you know i'm excited to share these stories too and i'm you know i'm excited to have um just been there and witnessed that and witnessed a true moment of like everybody's on the same page here you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it is more that are on the same page than not. And that gives me hope because um, this is not going to be an easy task, y'all. No liberation movement is, you know what I'm saying? Black liberation, um, indigenous liberation, land back, all of these things that are interconnected, you know, the way that we've kind of, you know, been talking about tonight. Um, yeah, it's all super important. It's all it's all just one. Yeah, it's I all mean, just one. To, 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 well, first of all, so it was actually November 4th. It was November 4th. Oh. November 4th, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that we uh, made history. Mm -hmm. You can't have us out there being like, oh, we made history November 9th. Like, I was at home. Right, 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 right. I was here. I was in Miami Day. The fuck? No, but um, yeah, man, that shit was wow. Um, even the, the way everything transpired from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, after everything happened, you know, I'm posting my Free Palestine stuff, you know, and an old uh, comrade and, and uh, organizer down here, she reaches out to me like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? And this is when I'm like currently unemployed. Like I got nothing going for me right now. Um, my parents, they were actually going to drive up to Orlando to see my sister and brother. And, you know, they invited me. And of course I was like, yeah, I'll go. But when I found out about this March, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going yet. So I signed up for this March. I sent the link to that. I sent it to you, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we both signed up. Neither of us get the email back. So this was like on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Friday morning when the buses are supposed to leave. Well, even before that, actually. So like Wednesday or Thursday, then it posted something on her stories because she was just she just, just stayed, you know, using her platform. You know what I mean? So she posted something that like actually put me in a group chat that was pro-Palestine and free Palestine. You know what I mean? So it was a whole uh, community and discussion board and everything. And within that group chat that I'm a part of for like a day or two because of that, somebody in Broward who was also you know it was like 11 buses from Florida so there was like Dade County there was Red. Broward you mm -hmm. know what I mean so somebody in the Broward was like hey we got a couple spaces left on the Broward buses if anybody's down bro 
I call daddy because I wake up and you know it's nine in bad. the morning. Bro, I'm, it's bad. My phone bro, is on two like... percent. My charger wasn't working. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about like you know how bad it is that the first thing you do when you wake up is look at your phone. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like I was thankful I did that that morning. Uh -huh. I'll tell you that right there. I looked and I see that message. It's like uh, me sign me up, and I called daddy. Like like yo, she, I'm, I'm talking. About, I'm talking. About, she's like hello. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> Literally, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but you're still down to ride to Washington for the for the march, right? She's like, she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm sending you the information right now. Sign the fuck up. Say it's in Broward, less. which is closer to you. And I got to figure out my way out there, bro. Oh, I'm talking about like, yo. <laughs> she was like, I got you. It was so quick. It was like the way it happened, bro. I remember telling my mom, like, hey, mom, so I'm not going to Orlando with you anymore. She's like, why? What happened? I'm like, I'm going to D.C. for this march. My mom was so upset because I chose not to be with family. To go do something that, in her terms, in her in, in the way she would put it, is none of my business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The liberation of anybody is my fucking business, mm -hmm, bro. Like that's mm -hmm, just it should be all of our business. Hell yeah. Why are we in this world? Like, front whatever. That's another. We, we gonna get it back. To <laughs> right, right, right. We go. We go. It's another episode. Dude. You know. You feel me? But no, man. <laughs> fucking um. Yeah, dude. I was like, you know, I had to, and I knew it was gonna disappoint her. And like right now, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like. I'm currently relying on my mom. I'm living at her place right. and using her car. I haven't paid her rent in a few months because I'm still picking my shit like back up. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Right. And I knew that this would be like a, a thing that could like hurt the resources that I have through her. Of course. Next time I want her car, she's going to have this salty feeling. You didn't come with me to Orlando to be with family. No, you can't have my car. She right. won't say that specifically, but I'll just feel it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I was willing to risk that. Yeah. You know, like it was crazy. So, yeah, man, I just remember telling you and you figuring out a way. You're in the group chat that you, you were part of this group chat. When I saw the message first, you called me like, yo, we're going to. Because, like, Let's we didn't go. get the email from Dave. We were, I was bummed. I'm talking about when I was, when I was bummed, mm -hmm, I too. was so sad. Me like, too. I was like, Fuck, I won't be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Which, once again, is selfish. Because it's like about me. Uh, you know what I mean? We're going to be aware of these things. We're going to talk about these things. Right. A lot of times it's like, ah, oh, like my feelings because of this thing. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just something was telling me that I had to be there mm -hmm. for them. Even though it was like me being like, yo, it's like the more numbers we show, there's a chance that the ceasefire will happen sooner. And then the sooner, the sooner, you know, the more people go, the sooner. Palestine will be free. Yeah, you feel man, like, like I'm, I'm glad I'm part of this collective. Mm -hmm. Like I'm glad I'm part of this 300. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we showed up in 300. Right, exactly. Like that's what's up. It wouldn't have been 300 without you know any exactly. of us. That's you know what I'm saying? So that's you know? what's up. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, so, ain't no thing to be proud of that shit. You know. Yeah. So yeah, man, and 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 dude, I caught a, a fifty dollar Uber from Miami to the mosque. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what was it? Y'all, we boarded at two. Mm -hmm. We boarded at three. We left at five, but we boarded at two. This man calls me at nine in the morning. You know what I'm saying? We getting it right. You had to do so. You had to do a job application or something. Dude, I had to go. To... <laughs> Bro, and he was telling me all these things, oh, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm stressing for my friend. I'm like, they couldn't just have it. emailed you. They lost your fucking application. Right. So like, I, I went in there just to turn in my social security and my ID, so they could have a, a picture, like copy of it. Yeah, yeah. But that was super dope. That was a great that was experience. Crazy. You fucking froze on that bus. Yeah, man. What? <laughs> It was crazy waking up in different states, and I was just like, bro, like I is brick in this brick. fucking bus, bro. Brick. And we were right in the middle. And you know what's so crazy though? We were actually talking about this too, y'all. And it was like, um, because I I also said this, and I, I you know I just remember talking about this shit. I was like, we're complaining about the air being cold, and we're complaining about this and that and the other, and we're on a bus for fourteen hours, but it's like, like 
you know, just putting things into perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a few times that I've had to check myself as far as like, you know, my own privilege. I'm a photographer and stuff like that. And it's like, I wanted to use this picture, right? I, I shot this picture at the cover, the cover of the zine, y'all. Right, I shot right, right. that in, in DC, right? I have the video of that. Really? I have the video of that moment. Oh my it's God. Crazy that you have it in the photo. I, I was love like, it. they reached out to you. Cause like, I make sure like, as yeah. soon as I took that video, I saw you get behind me and took the picture. I was like, can you pull out your phone? I airdropped that shit right mm -hmm. to them because it's such a beautiful moment. Yeah, I have a few pictures. I have a few pictures like that from Fort Lauderdale, y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so that's like a that's like a that's like a picture I've taken three different times, like completely different people, you know, which was super dope. Um, but I posted the picture right, and um, the girls, um, the daughter of the aunt and the woman that was in the picture, right, she reached out to me. And she was like, you know, can you take this down? You know. It'll be a problem if it gets into like a, you know, IDF person's mm -hmm. hands when they go back to Palestine. I was like, yeah, dude, like, absolutely, whatever. But like, in my mind, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, it's such a good picture. That was like the first thought, you know? And I was like, this is such good, like, this is such a beautiful picture. Like, you know, I want to share this. Like, mm -hmm. I want to. And it's like, I don't matter. Right. I don't matter right, right now in this fucking situation. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, that was definitely a moment, y'all. So, um, you know, just a word about that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some accountability is needed here, too. I mean, we always have like good hearts about this, right? You know, Back, like, man. what a life, bro. Like, I just like when you think about all of this, right? You just think about it all, mm -hmm. all the little nuances of all the different parts of what's happening. Mm -hmm. You think about what you're learning. Is that why we're here, bro? Mm -hmm. Like on a deeper, like on a deeper level. Is that why we're here? Because mm -hmm. this is how not. This is not how life is supposed to be. Also, y'all, the whole point of that fucking story real quick was that um, they basically gave me their blessing and permission to use the photo in, right. in the, you know, because Valentina actually brought that up and she was like, so, you know, what are you going to do about this? And, that? and I was like, dude, good looks. Like, cause I completely forgot about that shit. You know, like I completely like that was not in my mind, you know, um, but this is the reality of what it is. You know, this is the reality for Palestinians and diaspora and stuff like that. And it's like it's dangerous out here, you know, um, you know, citizens are being imprisoned for engaging with pro-palestinian content like it's that deep you know what i'm saying so for real may we always keep like pure hearts about this shit because you know it is that deep um but yeah man shit is crazy um this has definitely radicalized me to a point that it's like i want to get more involved in the community i want to do like i want to be a part of these things you know um you know i would love to be a photographer for these types of things um and it's definitely like I'm trying to travel, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've talked about this, too. You know, I'm trying to do volunteer work and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like my calling is out there somewhere. But, you know, we out here with Cultura Brand, you know what I'm saying? Voice for everybody. Vessel for everybody. Is there anything that you want to share with your community? You know what I'm saying? Share with your peoples, um, you know, your friends and all that stuff. Um, about everything that's, you know, kind of been going on and stuff like that. I think I definitely want to start with um, my family. Mm -hmm. Because it starts from home before we could take it like, to other places. Um, my mom and my dad, although I was having a conversation with my dad, and I think he finally came around. Because in, in the beginning, he was just like, he didn't really stand on anything. But after he heard me explaining things to my sister, who was down here for Thanksgiving recently, he's actually the one that reminded me about the saying, which was, he reminded me about that you were, you were talking just like me and you were talking just now i was telling my sister everything because she was just unaware yeah. she didn't know what side to stand on you know so 
I want to start with my family because my mom, even till right now, like I'll rock this idea because I'm cold. Right. I have other scarves, but I just I choose to put this one. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, so what are you doing? You talking about Palestine? Like she'll try to make fun of me. You know what I mean? Because she she knows, you know, like what this is. And for her, it's like none of my business. Right. So I want to start by by saying, you know, with my family, like just remember where we came from, remember who we are, and remember how important our liberation was." And that's why we should never forget that. And that should be pushed all over the world. You know, we should use that force, that energy that we had in 1804 to celebrate the 13 previous years. And um, to just, you know, fight for something and fight for what's right. You know? So I just want to start there and then you know, then it goes out to friends, you know, for them to obviously, for that message to like relay that way too. Um, but to know that I, I'm here for you, I know it's a tough time for those who are saying stuff and for those who are not, because I know a few of you who are not saying things on the platform, you know, and I understand, I get it, but I don't judge you. I love you. And, you know, I know you know the struggle, so... I just want to be able to thank you also. And then for those who are deeply affected by this, you know, like on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, I'm, I'm there too, you know, like I understand. And I, I just want to be able to relay love, you know, mm-hmm. and just stay conscious, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I just really want to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say to the community as a whole. Yeah. You know, but starting with my friends and family. Like always about love, you know. Um but that's what's up, man. Um this was a really good episode. Um, thank you again for being a part of it. Thank you guys for everyone who's listening, you know what I'm saying, tuning in. Yeah. Thank you guys for everyone who supported uh Buddha, you know what I'm saying, photography. Um, that's what it's all about, you know. So until the next time, y'all, we are out here. You know what I'm saying? We're with the Don. Um, this has been a great episode. Look forward to part three, you know what I'm saying, coming up. Um, it's all going to be a part of the latest, you know, vibes. Um, this has been tremendous. Keep it sexy. Keep it informed, educated, you feel me? Free Palestine. Free always. Palestine. Always, baby. From the river to the sea. From the yeah. river to the sea, baby. Yeah. That's what's up.